0: Welcome to the Underrepresented in Tech Podcast, hosted by Michelle Frechette and Allie Nimmons. Underrepresented in Tech is a free database built with the goal of helping people find new opportunities in WordPress and tech overall. Hi, Michelle. Hi, Allie. I wanted to jump in with the first high, because you always get the first high, and so I was like, I'm going to get her this time.
1: (laughs) And you did. And you did it very well.
0: Thank you. Thank you. I've had a lot of practice. There you go. Um, (laughs) Especially
1: spring. Did you know that?
0: It is? When's the first day of spring?
1: I don't know but it was a while ago. It was sometime in March, but this is the thing. Like, it's been snowing here anyway, and I haven't looked out the window today, because it said, like, 40% chance of snow or something here today, Mm -hmm. but... Like, it's supposed to get up in the 40s this afternoon. And tomorrow, if anybody knows me, you know that I love taking pictures um, of birds and nature. And my favorite place to do that is the, a wildlife refuge here in New York. Tomorrow it opens again. Actually, today Yay. it opens for the season. But tomorrow it's
0: supposed to be sunny. That's exciting. And I'm taking
1: my cameras and I'm going to go for a drive.
0: That's awesome. Yeah, the first yeah. day of spring was March 20th, which was... uh. Over a week ago, almost two weeks ago. Yeah. Um, crazy yeah, that's huh? so awesome. I did notice like today, this morning, I took a walk and um, I did notice a lot of the trees were starting to get their little green leaves back and some of them were blooming. My basil plant has flowers on it. And I was like,
1: this is crazy. I didn't so, even know they flowered, but, it not mean, it me makes either. Sense, but I didn't know that was a thing.
0: <laughs> I didn't know it was a thing either. I guess my basil plant knew that it was spring and I didn't. So it was like time for flowers.
1: That's awesome. I love it. <laughs>
0: Well, we are talking about something a little bit less pleasant today than spring and flowers and all of that. Um, you sent me a link a couple of days ago that I arguably did not read, but you just gave me the lowdown on, on what was going on. Um, the TLDR. The TLDR. <laughs> NFL forms new committee to review policies regarding diversity hiring teams mandated to hire a minority coach as a assistant. So it sounds like basically the NFL was like, we need more diverse people. So you have to hire a diverse person for this position. Mm-hmm. Like you ha- like That's the requirement. Right. And I didn't even have to read the whole article to just think, well, that's dumb. Right. Like that's, <laughs> that's offensive. Like that. I, I talked to so many people as a result of the work that we do about diversity and about hiring and about Mm -hmm. how underrepresented people feel about these issues. And I've heard so many people say, I don't like this kind of conversations because I don't want to be hired because I'm diverse. I don't want to be the token black person or the token gay person or, you know, whatever the case might be. Mm -hmm. And I totally understand that because you have policies like this that exist or that people would like to try to implement that Mm -hmm. say that boils somebody down to whatever it is that makes them underrepresented rather than Mm -hmm. prioritizing whatever it is that makes them skilled. Um, And so I thought today we could talk about um, how not to do this kind of hiring because while you want to prioritize diversity, having quotas and requirements and percentages can be a very slippery slope into,, um, just being being offensive and and setting really setting people up for for failure in terms of, when you get hired to, to do a job, you assume I'm hired to do this job because I was the best person they found. To do this job, mm-hmm. and so then the expect that expectation is then shattered when you realize, oh well, I was not hired because of that. I was hired in order to increase a percentage, mm-hmm. and that can affect your your self worth in and, and your self esteem and your confidence Morale, in a lot. Yeah. Morale, yeah, and a lot, and and affect the trust that you then have with your employer in a lot of different mm-hmm. ways. Um, you know, there are ways to do this appropriately, right? To prioritize diversity with your recruiting and hire, hiring mm-hmm. correctly. Um, yes. This example is not a, a good example. It's not,
1: no, it's not a bad idea. I don't think, and maybe you could correct me if I'm wrong. It's not a bad idea for a company that's definitely not diverse to say, we want to increase diversity by a percentage. Mm-hmm. We want to make sure that we have equal representation you know, and we want to take it from zero or 2% or whatever. And, and this is our goal for, for our first year in making sure that diversity is important, um, to be able to give yourself goals Mm -hmm. to work toward, but then those goals shouldn't be focused on, you know, well, we want to find an offensive assistant who's a black person or an offensive assistant, who's whatever minority that they want to focus on, um, as opposed to, We want to make sure that we're recruiting properly and that we're getting applications from the right places and the right people because we're putting our efforts into the proper ways to make sure that we are hiring for the right reasons with diversity in mind. So, you know, giving yourself um, to say that we're a company that's X percentage, I'm not sure that's correct, but to give ourselves goals to move forward and make sure and hold ourselves accountable to those goals, I think Mm -hmm. is important.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And there are times when you do need a particular type of person with a particular type of background in a position. Um, uh, My husband was recently telling me about a new comic book that's that's coming out. And there are two characters in this comic that are supposed to be non-binary. And they are the most cringy, inaccurate representations of binary people you could possibly imagine. And it was just so obvious that they didn't have any queer people, much less a non-binary person, on the creative or executive team making those decisions with the character design designs, how they were going to be designed and created. Um, and so, you know, there are situations where you might say, hey, we would like to have a non-binary character in this comic. We need to hire a non-binary uh, artist or animator, whatever the case may be. And so, yeah, when you interview someone, you or can at least a, consultant yeah, or a consultant, <laughs> and that then means when you do recruit or hire those people, you can tell them, you know, we are looking for a non-binary person because of this reason. And like the thing with the NFL is like a lot of, I don't know the exact percentage. I want to say something like 95% of professional uh, football players are black men. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it totally makes sense that you would want to have uh, Black leadership, Black coaches, Black assistants, you know, uh, supporting them and providing them the kind of mentorship and help that they need. But there's, it's such a like weird line between, well, we're hiring you because you're Black and we just want more Black people around and we're hiring you because you're really talented and it's a bonus, right? It's an additional value add that you come from a black community and you can have that perspective and connect with the players and whatever. Um, but you have to look at the whole picture of who a person is and not just how they're going to increase your percentages.
1: No, I'm, I'm not a sports person. Anybody that knows, I mean, (laughs) I understand what the different point values are for different actions in football. And that's (laughs) about it. I also don't like to watch football with the volume up because like the constant crowd cheering is like, it hits my ADHD in a way that is just unpleasant. But (laughs) so let me say before anybody that's listening to this is a football fan and wants to like, correct me. I'm fine with that. You can correct me. But when you're looking at the leadership of a team and you mandate a specific coach to be minority. Mm-hmm. Isn't that kind of strange? So it's like teams are mandated to hire a minority coach as the offensive assistant. Mm-hmm. Like why, why the offensive, why not the defensive assistant? Why not the whatever, yeah, why not other any position? other
0: position? Yeah. Like just that position yeah. for some reasons, what they decided. And, and that I didn't I see anywhere in the
1: article that it meant that it mentioned why that position at all. And you know, guys, Ladies, non-binary people, if you're really into football and you want to educate me on why that was a good idea, I'm all ears. Mm-hmm. Try to keep it like, you know, as non-sports terminology as possible for me yeah. to understand. Because I am that um uh what is the I can't think of the right word. This the uh stereotypical white woman who does not <laughs> understand
0: football. <laughs> I mean, I'm the stereotypical but, woman that doesn't understand football. Like I don't right, get exactly. it either, um, but
1: it, I was trying to equate it to like, okay, what if I was a WordPress company and I said, um, okay, you know, anybody who's a WordPress company now has to hire a minority person for their director of marketing. What? How does that even make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Like, well, I got a great, you know, I, I apply and I'm a great developer. And they're like, oh, no, we need you in marketing. Like, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, it just doesn't make sense to me. But, and you know, you know what's
0: funny is I've been in that position before, or mm-hmm. I believe I have, because no one will outright say it, right? I mean, I guess the NFL right. has decided to, but people won't <laughs> say it. I have been approached for jobs. I've been recruited for jobs and I've been hired places where in retrospect, it was very much a diversity higher and then i was asked to do work or fill positions or learn how to do things that were not what i was hired to do and it was like well we want we want a, a another person in this department or this area who checks this box yeah. and um yeah. yeah it is a very insulting it's a very insulting thing because it's like okay well then why did i spend all of this time and passion and energy learning how to be good at this one thing if that doesn't matter to you it just matters that i sit in this desk and do this job and have my face on this part of the website, right? Like
1: it's it's... the most important part. Mm -hmm. And that's why we talk about, right? Representation without tokenization because Mm -hmm. it is about not just having a different colored face on your website. It's about what does that represent and who is that person and what are they doing within your company? How, what, you know, what are their qualifications? Why are they a strong person? What value do they bring to the company? Besides, you know, what you see in a camera. Yeah.
0: And that's why I, that's one of the things I love the most about our database, like not to get all self promo-y, but like it allows we can. People... It's, our, it's our podcast. <laughs> yeah, we, can, we can. <laughs> It allows people to say, okay, I want to, I would like to increase my diversity hires by, or diversity hires is not the right term, but I would like to increase the number of diverse people on my team by this percentage. Mm-hmm. And so every time I hire, I'm going to go to this database and I'm going to look through this database first and reach out to Mm -hmm. these people first. And, you know, we, we've never said that like, oh, you're guaranteed to find somebody or that we have people in the database that fill every possible position. I'm sure that we have options in the database for like particular roles that, you know, if you searched for that role in the database, you might not find anybody at all that fits that box, but it allows you to say, I'm going to Prioritize diversity, but also prioritize the skill, um, Mm -hmm. rather than just reaching out to the first Black person I find and being like, "Do you want to do this?" Right? And again, we're like, I'm, I feel the need to to emphasize like we're not pulling this out of our butts. Like this has happened to me. I have DMs in my inbox of people like, "Hey, do you want to uh, come do social media for my brand?" And I'm, I have to reply and say, I. I don't now, nor have I ever been a social media manager. This is, this is what I do. This is my website of like my business and my services. If you need this, sure. Let's talk about that. But why, why do you just assume that I would take any role? You know, you must meet it,
1: right? You're a minority person. You must be grasping at straws. And by the way, we want to put you in a position where you're front, you know, front facing, forward facing, and people know that we have a Black person on our team.
0: Yeah. And it's super offensive because it's like you didn't take a moment. Either you didn't take a moment to look and see what I actually do, or you did and you ignored that. Hi, everyone. Allie here to interrupt. As we approach our 50th episode, we want to hear from you. Have you learned something that has helped you through listening to this podcast? Have you used our tool and found it helpful for your projects? We really want to know. Please go to underrepresentedintech.com 50 and leave us a quick voice memo telling us what you've learned or accomplished. Your voice memo might be featured in our 50th episode. Thank you. Back to the episode.
1: I can also bring up something else from this article that really made me stop to think. So the NFL, in and of itself, is not not diverse. Like you said, there are a lot of people in the NFL who are not white people. However, mm-hmm. it's the leadership that we're talking about. Yeah. And if you if you start to look above the players and you continue to climb up, you see fewer and fewer minority people included, um, and that includes women, and that includes um, you know ethnic minority, etc. And that is not unlike technology. In technology, we have a lot of hires. um, I should say a lot, we have hires that are um, diverse people, but they're not necessarily in the C-suite or the director level positions. And that's where we also need to see change happening. Yeah. is not just like, well, you know, we're getting people for their perspective. And we do talk about that a lot, right? That it's not just about having a, a, a diverse person on your team, but the perspectives and the the um, experience that they bring and the skill set that they bring. But also it's not just having them on the team, but having people in decision-making and leadership and mentorship positions, like you mentioned earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's where it really makes a difference too. I think about when I was a single mom raising my daughter. And I think about the fact that I wanted to be a strong woman so she could see a strong woman. Mm-hmm. Right. And if I expected other people to fill that role for her, she wouldn't be the independent, sometimes overly independent mm-hmm. of a woman that she is. And I applaud that. Right. Mm-hmm. I love, um, that she is a strong, capable, uh, person and, you know, she's, she's gone beyond anything I've ever taught her. And that's great. But if I hadn't been that role model or made a decision early on to be a role model, it would have been up to her to find role models. And that's not as easy to do.
0: Yeah, exactly. And I do just want to say before anybody comes for us, um, I do, I do disagree a little bit with what you said about the NFL being diverse, right? And this is, this is a, this is a, like, how do you define diversity sort of topic 2 which maybe one day we should do an episode on i just looked yeah. it up as of february 6 2022 actually no it says in 2021 about 71% of the players in the nfl were people people of color uh a quarter were white so 25% white 71% people of color anything other than white 4% were, were not disclosed or specified um I don't know what that looks like as far as the coaches. I know that when, if any anytime I've ever watched football in my whole life, I have noticed all the coaches are white. Yeah. And I've noticed this with every major league sport, uh, basketball mm-hmm. as well. Like I got really into basketball yeah. for a while, all the coaches were white. Um, and if I ever saw, I can count one or two times I saw a black coach. Um, Mm -hmm. and so I think that it is awesome that 71% of those players are not white. Right. And these men of color, women of color have, um, attained success in this, in the industry that they've chosen to, to participate in. Um, but it's, it, they're not diverse sports. You know what I mean? Like,
1: right. I guess what I meant by that was, it's not like when you look at, um, let me pick a television show out of the air. Like you, you watch um, LA law back in the day. Okay. I just picked went really <laughs> too far back, but, or Ally McBeal or anything like that, where it's like, it's an all white cast with perhaps a black person or a Hispanic person on occasion, mm-hmm. you look at the NFL, you watch a game and your, your mind sees diversity because you see not all white people on the field. I mm-hmm. guess that was what I meant by that, and I didn't say it. I didn't say it well. So thank you for bringing
0: that back up. Yeah, no worries. I know. I th- I think of diversity as you know as many different types of people as kind of equally distributed as possible, mm-hmm. right? So mm-hmm. whatever that might mean. Um, I found another. See now I'm I'm just going down a rabbit hole, uh, of being interested in these these statistics. I found another, uh, set of data that says you know around seventy percent of the players are black. 80% of the coaches are white, right? That's such, such a massive disparity. And, you know, it would be crazy to see if the NFL was like, okay, we want to hire more diverse, um, or fewer white coaches, right? Mm -hmm. Like that to me has a direct effect on the players. But again, it's like you said, like, why did they pick that one job, that one role rather than Mm -hmm. focusing at the top and say, okay, we want to create, I mean, maybe that's, that's what this is. Maybe they're trying to create a pipeline where it's like, okay, if you're a a black person and you join the NFL as this particular role that they're trying to get people for, Mm -hmm. maybe that's the beginning of the pipeline to becoming a coach. I don't know. Somebody tell us, Right. right?
1: It could be, right.
0: It could be, but regardless, it is very strange. Um, they're already reevaluating it because they've gotten backlash. It seems like, um, but yeah, what, what we wanted to, to share with everyone is that it is a good idea to set goals for, you know, okay. Our company right now is 80% white By the end of the year. We want to get that down and have more people of color, or maybe by the end of the year, we want to have a 50, 50 split of men and women, or, you know, something like that, mm-hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. personally, I think one of the best things to do there, and I guess this depends on the company and it depends on a lot of different factors, but making that known, like making that public and saying like, Mm -hmm. we acknowledge the problem. We recognize that it is a problem and we are dedicated to fixing it. How we are going to fix it, right. Is like you said before. So much more important than any number, percentage, or whatever. It's, you don't even have to pick a number. You can just say, we want to increase the amount of diversity in our team. Here's how we're going to do it. And do you know what that would look like to somebody who's considering applying to work at your company or that you have reached out to and they're now doing research about their company? If a company reached out to me and I saw that prominently displayed on their social media, their LinkedIn, their website, I would feel way more moved to to, to, you know, respond positively to that company. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And maybe not everyone feels that way, but that's how I feel.
1: No, I understand. And, and, and I guess you just bring up a point too, right? Like, so you and I are two people representing ourselves and trying to make a difference for underrepresented folks in technology. Um, I guess the, the, you know, not, prominent part of what we do is we don't speak for everybody. We're speaking for our knowledge and our, um, the information that we have. And if you are somebody who's underrepresented and you don't agree with us, that's okay. And, you know, feel free to talk to us about it. And we are as open to being educated as, as possible. Um, and just know that our intentions are always the best.
0: And if you, and if we've said something that you disagree with, I want to have you on the podcast and I want to talk about Absolutely. it. And I want to hear, I want to change my mind. Like I, I want yeah. to receive new information that will make me change my perspective. Like that's, that's the key to growing more wise, right? Like mm-hmm. being open to changing your mind about things. And, um, yeah. even just since starting the, or helping to, to increase participation in the black press Slack group, um, mm-hmm. I've changed my mind about a lot of things, just hearing other black folks in WordPress, sharing their ideas and experiences and realizing Mm -hmm. that, you know, I don't know everything like my experiences are my experiences and I have so much room to grow and that's so exciting. So yeah. If you disagree with us, let us know. We want to have you on the podcast and you can tell everyone else where you're coming from and Mm
1: -hmm.
0: the more the merrier. Yeah. It's
1: Mm -hmm. like when, when, when we had the all, um, women identifying release squad, uh, for WordPress. There was one person in the WordPress, uh, advanced WordPress Facebook group who was like, I'm a woman and I've never experienced that. They're like, Oh, good. I'm good glad. I'm so happy. You've never experienced that, but that doesn't mean the rest of us don't, Yeah, you know, don't, you can't negate ever, everybody else's experiences because that hasn't been your experience too. Exactly. And so op- opening our eyes to your experiences, we're all for it.
0: Yeah, so. exactly. Yeah. Awesome. Um, <laughs> That's all I got. I don't know about you. That's all I got. Another one in the books. Oh, happy April Fool's Day.
1: <laughs> oh, that's right. I did yeah. some I did some online pranks. Did you see any of my online pranks?
0: I didn't. I. Oh, sorry. I accidentally muted to myself. I honestly have been avoiding Twitter because of the pranks. I'm just like, I make I'm, them obvious though. I kind of wasn't in the mood for it today, to be perfectly honest. <laughs> so I have not, but I will go look now and uh, maybe I'll retweet some to the underrepresented in tech account so people can see what you're, I mean, people should be following you anyway, but I'll share some. Yeah, too. No, it wasn't
1: me though. It was the companies that I, I represent. Let me just say, I, I renamed post status pre status so that we can print the news before it even happens.
0: <laughs> That's really funny.
1: Yeah, I did one for Stellar and one for Century. Check them out. They're fun. It's fun to have fun, but make sure it's obvious that you're joking and not misleading people.
0: <laughs> I saw, um, oh gosh, the guy that now runs iThemes. I, 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 his name is totally blanking on me right now, but he like he tweeted out he's going to rename it MeThemes. <laughs> I didn't see that, but <laughs> that's that, that one did make me laugh. All the other ones, I'm just like, all right, whatever. <laughs> like it really was, yeah. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. I'm a I'm a Grinch okay. when it comes to April Fool's, I guess. Well,
1: I'm having a little bit of fun.
0: That's <laughs> good. good.
1: Yeah, I even used Comic Sans. I'm just going to say I even used
0: Comic Sans, so. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. <laughs> How dare you? All right. I know, right? We'll go We're ahead and going. wrap things up. Thank you so much for listening. Um, see you next week. Yeah, we'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye. This episode was sponsored by the following companies. WP Wallet. WP Wallet is a free, simple, intelligent tool that helps WordPress professionals effortlessly manage all of their license keys and invoices for all sites and clients. Never forget a renewal, lose a license key, or miss out on a reimbursement again. Join WP Wallet for free today. Stellar WP. Stellar WP is home to some of the most beloved and dependable WordPress plugins and solutions on the planet. Including iThemes, the events calendar, Restrict Content Pro, Cadence, GiveWP, WP, and Learn Dash. Go to stellarwp.com to learn more. If you're interested in sponsoring an episode, using our database, or just want to say hi, go to underrepresentedintech.com. See you next week!